0: no better way to get better at football than playing football. Taylor's going to finish it! I've always been confident in my abilities.
1: I think I'm a guy that can go out there and I always believe in myself that I'm going to get open and and make the
0: play if they throw me the ball. The third, right, end zone shot for Pierce, he caught it! Oh, what a
1: play! Hello everyone and welcome to the Colts Cast, part of the Pigskin Podcast Network. We are here to talk about everything and anything Indianapolis Colts. My name is Eric Smith, co-host of the Colts cast. Alongside me, as always, I have co-host Jamal Lawrence here. Yo, yo. Please be sure to follow us on social media. Our Twitter handle is at the Colts cast and our Instagram is at Colts cast. We just posted a Jelani Woods highlight. We have Titans fans in our mentions. They are mad that we said he's the best rookie tight end. You can go check that out. Go ahead and follow us on YouTube. Subscribe. It it costs nothing. It really helps us out. We're trying to grow our channel there. Go check us out on YouTube. Just search the Colts Cast.
0: Yeah, it's crazy, dog. They they are they are gone. They're just crying. Oh, how is he the best tight end in, in the league? He's not even the best, best in the division. Yeah, yeah, rookie. Yeah, I'm like, all right, we don't have time for that. But um, go check it out, everybody. Um, today we just want to do something nice and quick for everybody. You know, we we are officially into the postseason. Free agency is here. Free agency technically doesn't kick off for another couple of months, but we definitely want to go ahead and address all the free agents that we have because we know that with new coaching like we're going to get, it's going to change. Free agency always changes no matter what the deal is, but whenever we're going to have a new coach coming in, new styles coming in, they're going to want to put their own touch on everything. So with that being said, we just want to mention that we got 16 free agents going into this this offseason. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. Now, some of these people may be people you know. Some of them definitely going to be people you don't know because they may have played. They may have not played. So just wanted to give that full disclaimer because we're going to kind of rapid fire through these for you. Um, We don't have a lot to say on them because we want to break it down more in depth once we do get our official head coach because I think that that will weigh heavily on this uh but we definitely want it just to address the free agents that we do have to let everybody know what's going on so yeah once Jeff saturday gets hired <laughs> we'll, you, we'll give you a bigger
1: <laughs> yeah my man's a front strong runner
0: yeah <laughs> or a strong oh, front runner guy i can't speak this morning <laughs> it's gonna be fun it's gonna be fun yeah it's gonna be fun um well i just want to take off a defense first we're gonna start with defense here because that's where majority rules on this one um so defense defensive end spot ben um uh, Benagoo, Ben Benagoo, special teams guy. He had four tackles this season on special teams, so he played a decent amount of snaps, but just four tackles on special teams. Not not too much to say about him. Yeah, I'm gonna say one thing: Ben Managu, he was a second round
1: pick, still hasn't earned that playing time. Really, uh, you know, even with quitty Pay missing games and Taquan Lewis out, we, we, uh, he, he's not someone I'm looking to retain. Um, he didn't pan out to what, you know, his draft slot was, so not, not too high on him,
0: uh, returning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I watched his highlights from TCU and they, they looked pretty good. I know it's just a highlight, but you're right. He didn't produce really a lot on the, on the field, not on the NFL level. He's yeah. Not. Uh, next up, cornerback Tony Brown. Tony Brown, you know, he got some PT late in the season. Um, his play most of this time was on special teams where he only managed to get five tackles. Um, so he didn't he didn't make too much noise on special teams. But he played, I think, well over 300 snaps special teams. So just not a lot of action for him. Yeah, I, I'm always down to have special teams players come back uh, just at the
1: right price. Um, it took, you know, like three injuries for him to earn playing time. Uh, he 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 did show out in the preseason. I do remember a little bit, but that's the preseason. We know how that is. Uh, a lot of people get their get their flashes of greatness there, but they just don't mm-hmm. produce when it comes to regular season time. Wink, wink, and they cross.
0: Ah, oh, boy, you said it before I could get it out. <laughs> <laughs> so it happens. Yeah, definitely. Uh, next up is a name that we have. We've learned to to grow onto uh, this season. Linebacker EJ Speed. Quiet. You know, he did what was needed when it was asked of him. He played a good role at backup. Two forced fumbles while he was on the field. Uh, you know, of course, he wasn't started, but I, I felt like when he was in there, he he held his own for you know for what it was worth when we needed him.
1: Yeah, I thought he was pretty great in Shaquille Leonard's absence. Uh, lots of highlights from him this season that we've posted that we've seen. He, he's he been lighting people up. I feel like our linebacker group is really strong. It's, it's one of the strongest, deepest parts of our defensive unit. Uh, I, I think we need him. I, I would like to keep him. We need him since Shaquille Leonard's health is still in question. We don't know if he's going to come back healthy. Uh EJ Speed, I, I really liked him this season.
0: Yeah, agreed. I and mean, true. we don't know if Shaq's going to come back at all. I mean, we never know what could happen during draft time. It can get hasty. Yeah, or if... uh one of the other linebackers walk.
1: If yeah, you know who I'm
0: talking about. Mm-hmm. I'll be sad to see that happens. So let's hope it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next up, safety, Armani Watts. This is a name that most of you probably do are not familiar with or do not know because he was injured during preseason. So he didn't play this entire season. Uh, of course, we know injuries suck. We've seen it happen with him. Uh, I forgot our other tight end who went down at the beginning of the season. Injury. Ogletree. Ogletree. That's right. Ogletree. As well as uh, Rigoberto Sanchez, we talked about him just on the last episode. So preseason injuries, they are, they are devastating. Um, so you know I, we we don't know how to how to play out for Armani. He may not make it. He may make it. Um, yeah, Armani don't know
1: what he could have done for yeah. us, but uh, I, I'm I'm all I'm all the way if he wants to come back as a sure. rotational unit
0: for sure. Next up, defensive tackle Byron Cowart, backup just not a lot of playing time for him. Um, We had a lot of depth, I felt like, at the defensive tackle spot uh, between, well, I shouldn't say a lot of depth, but I should say that really Grover and and D-Buck got most of those snaps at the defensive tackle spot. Um, So not a lot of people get a chance to come in and play when you got two guys like that producing all season. It was a great season for D-Buck and a great season for Grover as well. So I'm not kind of surprised that, uh, Byron didn't get in there and get a lot of playing time this year.
1: Yeah, I'd have to agree, um, especially when we talk about some of these other players on the D-line. Like I was just saying earlier, Ben Benagu, yeah, he didn't really get much playing time. Wasn't really a lot of rotation going on in there for our defensive line, even with injuries. It's kind of strange, but yeah.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, I guess Bradley defense rotation, man. Cornerback. Cornerback, 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 cornerback Brandon Face home. It's your boy, Eric. That's my boy? <laughs> it's your boy, ain't it? <laughs> That's Gus Bradley's boy. That's <laughs> Gus
1: Bradley's favorite. You know, we always wondered how facing was always getting reps over Isaiah Rogers. Uh, you know, fans fans were noticing that, and they noticed that, I thought, with his ability to tackle. I've always been concerned about that. Him and Julian Blackman as well. They, they missed a lot of tackles this year. Facing clearly because... Anytime he had an opportunity to make a play in the open field, he whiffed. He whiffed. He, he whiffed a <laughs> lot. Colts fans notice. Oh, yeah. I'm not too high on keeping him. Gus Bradley might have another opinion on that, but I, I think we can find someone else. Agreed. Um, But before we find someone else, let me tell you about our partner, DraftKings. The NFL playoff action continues. We're one step closer to Super Bowl 57. And for the NFL divisional round, check out DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers can bet just $5 to get $200 in free bets instantly. That's all new and existing customers can take a shot at even a bigger payout as well with DraftKings stepped up same game parlays. Boost your NFL winnings with each leg. You add up to 100%. I might might have to check that out for, for the games tonight. Oh, you better believe I'm checking out tonight. Chiefs-Jaguars? You think Jaguars hit? Nah.
0: Yeah, it's going to be good. Nah.
1: There you go. Chief, Chief's got next.
0: The Chief's got next. Just know there are going to be some good boosters out there on DraftKings. So I'm, yeah. I'm going to be in there. I'm going to be looking. <laughs> there will be.
1: Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code TPPN. New customers can bet $5 on the NFL divisional round and get 200 and free bets instantly. What are you waiting for? Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code TPPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details.
0: Good deal. Defensive lineman, Tyquan Lewis. Another one. Not a lot of PT. Didn't too much. Didn't do too much while he was out there this season for us either. So, well, I thought. So when he's healthy, he's he he plays well. I but I've always
1: said availability is the best ability. So two ruptured patella tendons, back to back years. Like I I don't know about this one, man. I like I said, he did play well, but he just couldn't play all the time. Can we count on him to stay healthy going forward with two knee injuries? Same two knee injuries and two, and
0: both legs. So I don't know if he can play at that same level like he did before the injuries. Yeah, I, I don't. I would like to venture to say no. I hate to talk down, especially on injuries, uh, but history has proven itself that most times, especially when you get them like that two of them, both legs, then it's it's not it's not good. It's not good. So yeah, I'm I'm a little
1: worried, and I I feel for Taquan Lewis, but yeah, uh, those knees, those knees. That's that's the most. That that joint takes the most pressure, takes the most pain. It, it's I, I want to say it's the biggest joint in the body. It's it's definitely the most pressure joint. So anyway, yeah, that's how yeah,
0: no, no, yeah, and and moving right on to the next one, a safety, Rodney McLeod Jr. I mean, he stepped up for us as a vet uh, when we needed him. We we got him from the Eagles. He's a free agent. We got mm-hmm. him from the Eagles. Um, you know, and it was funny because the guy you mentioned earlier by the name of Cross Common Nick was supposed to be that guy off the preseason. So I remember we even talked about We said, wow, Nick Cross is going to be starting over Rodney McLeod Jr. We're we'll not worried about anything. He got the first three starts. And then against KC. You said that. <laughs> you had already ordered your jersey. You had to call <laughs> and cancel it. That's crazy. <laughs> ordered the NFL a Nike Elite jersey, boy. <laughs> yeah. I was nah. <laughs> thinking about
1: getting Nick Cross' jersey. I thought he was going to be a defensive standout this year. But Rodney McLeod, yeah. he's going to be 33-year-old. Thirty-three years old next season. Ended up outplaying Nick Cross. Uh, probably has been our best safety back there. For being completely honest, assistant. two interceptions, interceptions, eight passes defended. He's been a leader back there in that secondary. Like, I would love a nice one-year deal like that. Wouldn't surprise me. Could probably give him two. To be honest, he is thirty-three. Once the season starts, he's been nothing but spectacular.
0: Yeah, I agree. I, he's he's been he's been exactly what we needed him to be. When We think of a veteran player coming in for us. That's that's what I want. That's who I need mm-hmm. to see out there, kind of teaching the young guys what to do, and, and can and not only teaching them, but can take the game in his hands when he needs to. Because I mean, he showed us he could do it this year. So yeah, uh, definitely want like to see him. Yeah, for sure. Next up, speaking of career numbers, this is a guy who has been a silent sleeper all season. Um, and it's crazy because he didn't make a lot of noise. The number his numbers say a little bit, but he didn't make a lot of noise. Defensive end Yannick Ngakwe, Least. sack leader for us with nine and a half total, total. He led a team for us, but I felt like he was very quiet, man. He was, he, he was productive in the sack game for us, but he was very quiet overall. Like when I think of these players getting eight, nine, ten sacks, you know, you're just thinking game after game after game. And I just felt like when he got his, he there were some games he had two, some games he had three, and it was just Yannick with a sack. There was just there was no excitement. There's not that Joey Bosa just got a sack. You know what I mean? It was, it was a. I know they're not the same player. I'm not comparing them, but just saying that like Yannick when he would he would go games and like I mean I think what episode we even talked about it. I was like I don't even know how many sacks he had. And at that point he had already had like seven and a half or eight, and I had no idea just because wasn't making a lot of noise, which I'm not mad about, but I just it's been interesting. All right. Our offense has made a lot of bad noise, so yeah.
1: <laughs> we're always talking about them. We've been forgetting how well our defense played this season in contrast. But to keep unique or to not keep unique, what? how do you feel about that? Mm, that's tough. I, that's I like to think that,
0: yeah, Gus would want to keep him. I mean, he's been in the system since Jacksonville, um, Las Vegas, and now here. I would think he yeah. would want to keep him. Um, I'm just – Um, I don't know, man. I really want a defensive end. With that, that like that we can stand up, which I know that's not Gus style, but we can stand up and, and just send them. I, I I want that Micah Parsons style uh, guy that can just come through and, and cause ruckus. And I know that, you know, we really used we were hoping for that with the quitty pay using the first round pick on him. Um, So, yeah, Nick was kind of supposed to be a place filler for that to help out. But I like him. I like him. I just I just don't know if we can get somebody who can really come through. And and explode every single play for us. I would like to see that. But I don't know how that'll work out in this Gus Bradley defense. I don't know. Maybe, maybe Yannick can be that person. Just this isn't the style of defense to do that. So that's what I'm kind of torn. So I thought Gus Bradley really liked the wide nine stance. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But um I think it's a premium position. You know, it's hard to find edge rushers in the NFL. He's 27. Uh, he had some pretty good stats this year: 18 solo tackles, one forced fumble. You already talked about the sacks. He's basically mirroring his performance with the Raiders in 2021. I thought it was a pretty good year for Ngakwe. Yeah, like you said, it, it it's it wasn't like exciting. It it was a very quiet year just because our defense have has just been put under a rock because of our offense. I feel like, and good pass rushers don't really grow on trees. So I, I think we at least try to re-sign him, right?
0: Yeah, I would just, think just, so.
1: It's at the right price. I don't want to pay an absurd amount of money for unique. Mm. I like anything 17 million or more years is, is way too much, in my opinion.
0: Yeah. Agreed. Well, speaking of money and in getting somebody, keeping somebody big, last defensive player for us, linebacker Bobby Okereke, second in tackles this season behind Zaire Franklin, the man, the myth himself. Honestly, I really did expect. Okereke to be the leader this year uh, in the tackle game just when Shaq kept going out and said, oh, I mean, this is Okereke's year to shine. I be- I believe this, you know, we, we had talked about at the beginning of the season, this is going to be his year to really stand up and, and want that linebacker money. They'll want to get that top dollar. Um, but Franklin stepped up the most. It- you just can't deny that. Franklin, Zaire just said, it. this is this is my crown for the taking, and he did. And that's not putting anything down from, from Okereke's season because he was second in tackles of the season. He- he- overall, he had a really good season. Zaire just had a standout breakout season. But I'm not going to lie to you. Our linebacker core, like you mentioned earlier, is so deep. I would like to see us keep Okerke. Um, I liked what he's done all the, the past couple of years for us, and I do think that he only gets better. Um, May not be so much in the getting more tackles, but I think he'll get better as an all-around linebacker, which is what we want to continue to see happen for us. We want to see our players continue to fine-tune some of these things Maybe get better in the turnover game. Maybe get better in getting back to the quarterback game. Um, I, but I, I like him. I like him a lot.
1: Yeah, he's been a solid linebacker this year. Some would say he's been really good. Uh, the fact of the matter is, I still think he walks. I don't think mm-hmm. we can pay him what he mm-hmm. wants. I think he's going to want at least five million a year, probably more. And this is a non-premium position. With that, you know, I expect him to walk. Our linebacker group is strong. He. He doesn't have much room to shine when Shaquille Leonard's out there. Shaquille Leonard makes almost twenty million a year. It, it's you know, wild. how how much can we pay the other linebackers? Zaire Franklin, like you said, had a career year. I mean, all that cooks up to this is a last year with the Colts, in my opinion.
0: It's fair. I like the assessment. I'll mean, be interested to see what happens. I mean, that could it could be interesting to see um let's move on over to the offense now first one i want to talk about wide receiver paris campbell mm. paris campbell eric so i'm on the fence with him um i i think that we could definitely use him back i think overall he would help us out especially because he is kind of explosive uh i'm not i'm not saying he's the fastest person but he is i think he is our fastest receiver and he's our most like um what's the word i want to uh use um Probably well, probably I think our one of one of our better route runners too, if not the best route runner. Yeah, he, and, he gets a I think he gets a good bit of separation on his Yeah, routes, there but. you <laughs> go. Separation. That's the word I was trying to think of. Thank you. But, you know, of course we have to look at stats for us. And I think these stats you have to take with a big, 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 big grain of salt because we know how better offense has been this year. Even with this average what, 30, 40 past attempts a game. He had 63 receptions for 623 yards, three touchdowns. He averaged 9.9 yards a catch. So, everything for that um is is tied for forty six or below in the league, and and again, I mean, those are just horrendous when we think about it. Um, I think that Paris Campbell, it's it, it's hard for him. I think he's kind of between a harder place than we are with him because he doesn't have he doesn't he can only use this season as this season to shine for him to sell himself to other teams. Because he's been injured every other year, so I think that we kind of have a better grasp on him. I think if the culture's smart, unless they have a big, big plan for the draft day, you may want to look to keep him for now because he is, like you said, our best route runner, best guy to get separation. Um, and we're gonna, as if he can stay healthy, I think we can still use him with the with the correct quarterback. I think he could still be beneficial. Now, what I like to go out and get a a younger receiver who doesn't have who hadn't had injuries maybe someone out of the draft or maybe pick up just another vet or something of that sort not an old vet but just a a another free agent let me not say a vet but a free agent because i think a vet is four years in the league uh, another free agent maybe i would entertain that but i'll have to see who it is and kind of get a background on them because i think that we have a lot of opportunity um at the wide receiver spot once we figure out who our head coaching is who our quarterback is I didn't say he was the best route runner on our team. Uh, well, my fault. I thought that's what you were getting now. he said separation. Um, but
1: <laughs> Well, I, I think the big thing here is he, he stayed healthy. That was his goal. He wanted to play as many games as he could, and he did. He played the maximum amount of games. Uh, I, I give him that. That's all we wanted out of him, right? A healthy Paris Campbell. Uh, I think it's really hard to evaluate our wide receiver group with such uninspiring quarterback play. Uh, there, there are some things you can look at, like the stats you point out: sixty-three catches, six hundred twenty-three receiving yards. Doesn't stand out to you, uh, but he's he's our slot receiver. He's potentially our wide receiver two or three, depending on where you place Alec Pierce. I, I think we get him on a one to two year deal at max, you know, just to see what he can do going forward with a better quarterback. He didn't really get things going until middle of the season. Uh, he was kind of absent. I felt like in in the. In the first few weeks he didn't really get much targets and stuff like that you know i like him as our slot receiver um we'll see what he does hopefully we can retain him if not i mean we we got draft time coming up we got the off season but i'm okay with with paris campbell coming back for another year or two just to see what he's about he shouldn't be commanding
0: an, an absurd amount this is his first healthy season but yeah, I agree. He shouldn't be. But, you know, Colts love to give out money when they don't have it. So I could see him pulling a few strings here and there. Um, but uh, the next one up, wide receiver Ashton Doolin. This was a name where during the preseason, I felt like he was doing all right. He was between him and and um, God, who's the guy we cut? Oh, my gosh. Can't think of his name. Patman, Desmond Patman. Desmond. Yeah, I was trying to figure out which one of the you know, who's going to make the squad. And after the first game, I think he got a touchdown the first game. We didn't hear he, no 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 I, I don't think he caught touchdown the first game. He only caught one for the season. Can't remember which game he caught that, but I say that he had a I think he had a decent first game. But after that, he we he just disappeared off the face of the earth for majority of the rest of the season. So he ended the season with fifteen receptions for two hundred and seven yards and one touchdown. So um um Well so he doesn't he doesn't start. Right, so right yeah, not, yeah. Yeah, yeah, He's Not gonna get a lot of
1: reps, so we don't really know his full potential. Um I love him as a special teams player. Special teams, yeah. Uh, he was good for that in 2021. Um, you know, like the, the game he did start week two, Jacksonville. He had a pretty good game, did a really good game, that game. And we all remember that play where he cooked Trayvon Diggs on that, on that double move. Like, I don't know. I, I think we should retain him as a, mm-hmm. as a death player. It's especially if we have some injuries pop up on our wide receiver group. It's just, I mean, he's, he's an insurance policy. He, he seems pretty good to me.
0: Yeah, agreed. All right, last two players for offense. Both are offensive linemen. Uh, I'm not going to go into super long depth about this one because we're keeping it short and sweet. But the first one is tackle, <laughs> tackle Dennis Kelly. Uh, I think we picked him up from, um, uh, oh man, Tennessee uh, Titans. Yeah, vet lineman who who brought we brought him in, and I I think for what his worth, he did his job. You know, he he definitely made us a little better on on the. Uh, on the offensive line because he came in the back half of the season. We needed a vet. We needed somebody else who had some experience on the defensive line to come in and help us out. So Dennis Kelly came over, um, and and he did enough for us. Um, I'm not mad about his play. I I I I don't want to really retain any free agent linemen that we have. I want to go out and just get new ones, or not new ones, but get um just let let's take our time in the free agency. If we're gonna get a free agent one, we're gonna pick up a free agent one. Let us take our time and figure out who we need and what will be the best pieces of the puzzle because we can't repeat what we had going on this year.
1: Yeah, Dennis Kelly is just meh to me. Like, I, I do think we need some offensive line depth. I don't believe he's starter material. No. He's too inconsist- inconsistent. Um, I mean, he played well in a few games, played bad in others. To me, that's not starter material. That means you you're going to be a rotational player. You're going to be somebody we can put in for a breather, something like that. Uh, you know, there's a reason Bernard Raymond took over after a while for him. So, yeah, I'm not too big on him, although if if we
0: did retain him, I'm not going to be mad about that. Yeah, and I gave him praise because the next one I have to talk about, I don't have to give any praise to. This is the guard, tackle, center. Um, whatever you want to put him in the Swiss Army knife that goes by the name of Matt Matthew Pryor. He's not a Swiss Army knife. <laughs> I'm Good being so knife. okay. No, let me stop. Let us let, let's,
1: let's not do this. Let's just
0: let us just say what we got to say. Yeah. I, I'm not trying to. No, I'm. I'll just be real with you though. I'm not upset that he's a free agent. Uh, it's time to move on. And I think the feeling will be mutual. That's that's cut and dry. Yeah. I think that he knows it's over. I think that we we know it's over and.
1: Yeah, just absolutely not to retaining him. We've put him at every position on the line. He's played below average in every role. There's no reason to bring him back. Let him go somewhere else to see if he can have a better career. Yep. Let's
0: let's we've all <laughs> that that experiment is done. Yeah. Yeah. We've had we've had fun with that experiment. All right, let's wrap it up with special teams. Last two right here. Special teams we have for us. The first one, kicker Chase McLaughlin. Um, he's been, I mean, Eric, I I think it's safe to say he's been automatic for us this season. Automatic Coughlin. Big mistake if we let him go, especially after the horrible start with uh, Blankenship and Verde. I mean, that was – I remember the the days of talking about who was going to win the kicking battle between those two. We got a dude who can boot the ball 70 yards, but it just shanks left. We got a guy (laughs) who can kick the ball 36 yards, and and it goes in, but he can't kick it 37 so um, I yeah. think the Colts would be hard. <laughs> They'll be a, the, the worst move you can make to get rid of
1: chase at this point. He did everything we needed him to do. Uh, he was asked to kick a lot of field goals this season with the lack of our red zone offense. I, I think he's, he's done pretty well. Uh, he could get his accuracy up a little bit, but that would be my only criticism. 100% on extra points. Brett, Brett, uh, Brett Mayer can't say that mayhar mayher oh you can't Jesus, say yeah. that <laughs> uh so he's under spot on this roster in my in my opinion
0: yeah i uh, agree agree and the good thing is we know the accuracy stuff we think about it, you can work on that and that's not what we're trying to deal with here because i think that's a lot harder to work on um last but not least though matt hawk you know we we just talked about all of this stuff with rigoberto sanchez here in the last episode so uh, i think it'll be interesting to see what'll happen with matt being a, a free agent this year um be interesting that man's gonna get relieved <laughs> he's
1: been a decent villain but they like rigoberto sanchez unless bubble Ventrone is gone i i don't really like rigoberto sanchez was a good punter for us yeah it, it would be weird that matt hawk like he wasn't outstanding enough to say okay let's let's get of. that's fair that's fair Right. That wraps it up for us, man. That's, that's all 16 right there. That's all 16 free agents, guys. We're, we're definitely going to go into more depth later on, but we just want to give you that rapid fire session like we always do. That That's going to be it for us, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Colts Cast. We're live on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Randy Clapham, and other platforms. Listen to the podcast. We will be back next time to give you some more Indianapolis Colts content. Have a good weekend. Still, yeah. watch some good football.
0: Oh, yeah. Enjoy the weekend. Great football this weekend. Take care.